Welcome to the New Strength Way, a podcast made for empowering people to become their strongest selves through movement, education, and connection. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the New Strength Way podcast. Uh, today, it's just Nathan and myself, and we're going to be covering a topic that I think comes up uh, a lot, and there's a lot of misconception around it, but how often do you really need to train? So, uh, the reason being that that becomes of importance is the push that everyone sort of feels they, that they need to train every single day, like minimum one hour, like you hear people like doing two classes a day and that sort of thing, and it doesn't seem like it's necessary at all, really. Like, uh, Nathan, you know, like what's your general experience with people? You used to talk to a lot of people on the phone. What do they generally uh, think they need? Um, I think it normally falls into two categories that normally people don't know and they're reaching out to find out. Um, so they're purely just coming in as you can direct me to what you feel as though is necessary. Uh, then you have the other, the other part where they think they have to do, I guess, what the people's perceived fitness is, where you're training, you're doing high intensity work six days a week, and that's how you achieve the results you want. Um, but realistically, how many times you have to train a week is just determined by what you want and what you want your outcome to be. Like if you want to win an Olympic gold medal, then yes, you're going to have to train every single day and multiple times a day and whatever you scale back from there with your goals if you're just Joe Blow and you're just looking to get fitter you don't have to train every day and you just need to train to get results and then if you do need to increase your training frequency as results slow then you can Uh, but something that I normally say to people is leave as many cards up your sleeve and play them when you need to. Yeah and I I guess the other piece alongside that too is there's a difference between like increasing your activity if you're just looking to uh, drop a bit of body fat, drop a bit of weight, and increasing training. Uh, I yeah, know, like we spoke a little bit on the last episode with Rod and Jenny about like, uh, the, and I think this was off the recording, but about their idea of like how they just move and practice that's separate to like the training that they do to develop that other stuff. Uh, but that was something that stood out. That like, I think we we talk about like whether it's me going mountain biking outside of mm-hmm. the gym or you going out kayaking, fishing, uh, going on walks with Macy, and those things still add up to getting you towards where your results are, but they're not technically training. Yeah. Uh, they're just getting in more fun stuff. Like, I think um, when I was playing OzTag over the past summer, that was super easy to keep my weight in check because I was running around flat out for an hour or whatever time it took. and. Mm-hmm. That wasn't training to me like i still trained on those days anyway yeah yeah it, um that definitely helps and that's like incidental i guess energy expenditure and if your goal's fat loss then that's totally fine i think it just comes back down to the point though you need to be specific about what outcome you're looking for um and if it's just general strengths and moving better feeling better and losing a bit of weight then those little extras and those little one percenters definitely add up for sure, so, definitely well, Let's take it on the other end, like somebody looking to uh, build muscle, get stronger. I know when I first started uh, in training, it was like the Arnold Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding. I've still got that book now and it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> but like, apart from where they did have the beginner plans were like the three days a week full body workouts and that sort of stuff. Uh, but then everyone just jumped straight to us like the advanced six days like training cycle doing a body part split every day I think that's what I tried to jump straight into and I was like I'm not really a beginner yeah says the guy who'd never lifted weights in his life and, <laughs> uh, but I feel like that's a pretty common thing that everyone thinks they need to hit every single body part like 
for a full hour once a week. Uh, but that's not quite the way that we do it a lot of time with clients as well. No, right? no, definitely not. I think um, there's like fundamental principles at play and it's when people don't have the the knowledge of what's actually going on in the training. So they just see, like monkey see, monkey do. They think that person done this exercise or that many reps, so that's what I'm gonna do, but they don't realize what's actually going on and like in terms of total workload, like what's their minimal effective volume for them to progress and and I think what they did before that point as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What they did when they're when they were where you are right now. Mm, For sure. And they just either they need to educate themselves or reach out to someone that can educate them in terms of what their effective dosage of training is because it's more more common than not you see people bite off more than they can chew and then they do get results at the start because obviously training more and training harder will get you results except it's how sustained and progressive that approach is and you can't do anything that great in a short period of time training wise um, no matter how fast the results are it's the people that are getting results years down the track that are the ones that are getting the real strength gains and real hypertrophy gains and whether it's fat loss as well as the people that are on it for the long haul and know their approach and know the progressions in place are the ones that get the proper results. Cool. And and the question that I find pops up a lot of the time when I talk to people as well is like, well, it's it's either a question or it's like a statement and they're just expecting you to say yes to. Uh, It's like, oh, you train every day, right? Uh, as like, or it's like, oh, you. How often do you train? Yeah, I, I get that at, at the time. And like, what what's that look like for you now? With let's say your strength training stuff. Um, that so I've just jumped completely into the new strength programming because yeah. I, for that that's one of the many reasons. But that's one of them. Um, for people, it's like, how many days do you train a week? Like, what do you do? And I thought it would just be easier just to go. I do exactly what you do. Like exactly what I tell you to do is what I do. Um, and that's been really cool. Um, I think it's placed a little bit more value in what people are doing because they see me doing it and doing the same things and, or similar things, not the exact same, but pretty close to. And um, that, so what's that look like? Is that uh, three strength days a week, one conditioning day? Yeah. 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 So three, three for anyone listening at home, three days where predominantly I'm lifting and there's not so much emphasis on cardiovascular stuff. Um, there's a little bit in there, but the emphasis is on strength training. And then one day a week, I do predominantly cardiovascular work or conditioning, you could call it. Mm. And that's working well. Yeah. And I guess on, on the opposite side of that, like for me, I end up with four days of strength a week, a little bit of cardio mixed in there. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, like I'm competing at a national level in yeah. strongman. Uh, I am the bottom end of the national level, but uh-huh. I'm still at the national level. <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much like, and people are like, oh, you don't train more than that. I'm like, well, sometimes I might come in and just spend half an hour on an event, like yeah. on, a, on an off day. Like what, I think the other week I came in and just played around with the stones just because they weren't feeling right. But overall, I basically only train, I train less than a lot of the guys that trained at our gym do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's, and it's progress, progress, like, because you're getting better, you don't have to second guess the approach, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what people need to realise, that are you moving towards your goal, yes or no? Are you moving at a pace that's sustainable and you know you'll get there in the end, then what's the point of changing? If it's, like, if you've got sustainability and the progression's in place, you know you can adhere to and they'll come, and you'll get to the end point that you want to get to. And I think also just being flexible, like, 
you'll have, I'm sure you'll have training cycles where the frequency may come up and you might have to train a little bit more and it might back down a little bit from there too. Mm. So let's set some bare minimums and like maximums for some people as a guideline. Like, yeah, cool. what would you think would be the absolute minimum you'd like to see people training, not counting extra activity outside of the gym, uh, so that they'd expect to be able to see a result? Uh, for a complete beginner, at least one strength training session a week. I'd emphasize a strength training session over a cardio session because um, they can get energy expenditure outside of the gym. Yeah. Um, and then it'll quickly move above one. I'd say two to three, once you've passed that complete beginner stage is perfect. Uh, and then it's just what you're doing in that two to three hours you could change, but you don't necessarily have to go to four, five, six hours of training a week until probably, I reckon we could progress off two to three days a week for probably two years. Or something like that. Potentially longer if, yeah, you, if you're doing it well and, and it's planned and structured. Yeah. Uh, and let, let's set a, a maximum. Somebody who's been training for a while, they really enjoy it. So it is something. It is a hobby for them as well as the result thereafter. Out of it, what what would you think would be like a real a cap on when they should stop spending more time training and yeah. and then maybe if they do want to be more active still outside of that, then they pursue some other stuff, whether it be hiking. Uh, mountain biking, surfing, whatever that looks like for them. Yeah, I'd encourage probably five to six days a week. Six days is a top end, like if someone's training six days a week and they're not seeing results, they're just not training properly at the end of the day. And you got to look at... That other nutrition's really off. Yeah, I just... Yeah, one or two at most, something's completely wrong. Um, but I would more so look to like the quality of time spent as well. Because I know a lot of people say, well, I train for 12 hours a week, and then I kind of have a look at how they train, and I'm like, you train probably three hours a week and sit on your phone for the other X amount of hours in between sets, and yeah. do you know what I mean? So they don't yeah. really train that much or as much as they perceive themselves to be training. I think that's a big thing when guys come from a normal gym setting and come and see us. They get probably what would take them two and a half hours plus of work done in an hour. Yeah. Whereas whether it's just specifically like intelligence supersets or just density work or whatever it may be you got to look at how those are spent those hours in the gym but if you're spending your time well you surely wouldn't need more than six days a week at about an hour session each time it, i'd highly yeah. doubt that and for I'd somebody who's encourage someone just to wanting to be like a normal healthy fit individual yeah. then definitely it's it's probably unnecessary <coughs> to go much i'd over. say if, if someone really enjoys it and there's a big psychological benefit i'd say sure go the six days um but it's not for the physiological benefit it would be purely for the psychological and that should help them sustain their progress because it's such a big point of enjoyment but for anyone that has a life outside of the gym there's no like the four days five if you're feeling good it's totally fine yeah. I don't think you have to push to that six day unless it's giving you something else outside of just a physical adaptation you're looking for. Mm. Cool, so I think that'll wrap us up. So basically on the bottom end, you want to be, most people should be aiming around like two to three days a week as a guideline. If you're really just starting out and you're just wanting to get a result, whether it be like fat loss, you can maybe start around that one day a week yeah. and then be active outside of that. And then at the top end, we look at sort of like four to six days a week, depending on what else you've got going in, on in your life. Uh, with basically an hour a session. Outside of that, you can spend time walking, swimming, whatever gets you excited to go and do it to keep yeah. active. Uh, but I'd say that'd be about it for today. Definitely. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you guys next week on the New Strength Way. <laughs>